you are listening to The Current Daily, the official podcast of UC San Diego's IT Services Department. I'm your host, Miguel Rodriguez. Today is Friday, June 12th, and that's all she wrote, folks. The end of spring quarter. Does it seem like just yesterday that the quarter started? Or a hundred years ago? For me, as you know, it is a bizarre combination of both. We hope you enjoyed the mini all-hands yesterday. We're working on getting that posted on The Current. It will be on the homepage in the Extras section, so check in once in a while throughout the day. Stay tuned for our sit-down with SAIS Service Offering Manager Manisha Kanodia as she tells us all about what it's like to work remotely from home with her two teenagers. Find out how she makes it work, and it has a lot to do with adaptability. I know I'll be listening, as I have a toddler who can't wait to become a teenager in just under two weeks. My name is Doug Benia, and we have today with us Manisha Kenodia, who is going to speak about working remotely with kids. So, Manisha, I'd love to know, you are a service offering manager, so we'll start off there. Uh, what do you do exactly, and how long have you been at UCSD? Hi, Doug. Uh, thanks for having me in the podcast. Next month, I complete 12 years at UC San Diego. Wow. My current role as service offering manager, I am responsible for enabling and implementing all web-based solutions for students affairs units on campus. That entails all custom or vended products required for various services provided by these units to help students in their life cycle at UCSD. All right, so let's get down to business. How old are your kids and what are their names? Uh, my kids, I have two awesome teenagers. Uh, one is 18. My son's name is Arnav. And he is the one who is headed to University of Southern California this fall. And my younger one, she is 15. Her name is Anshi. Anshi will be a sophomore in high school. Wow. So how has it been working from home with kids for you personally? I feel it's very easy for me given the phase I'm in my life with the Kids, you know, they are self-sufficient. I don't have to fix them a snack or don't barge into my room uh, needing attention. So personally, for me, it's not any different uh, working with or without kids from home. Mm -hmm. Have you had to help them with their schooling at all? Uh, No, apparently teenagers seem to think that uh, they know more technology than we people in IT. So I, I was actually surprised. They did not ask for any help. They were able to just... Log on to their Zooms, get on chats with their teachers, submit their homework online. So I think they had a smooth transition. Good, good. Is it hard for you to maintain that work-life balance, especially family coexisting in the same space? I came into this uh, transition thinking it would be hard, but I think uh, what's best worked out is uh, just creating a disciplined routine. So being very routine and, you know, getting ready at the same time in the morning, having a set routine. It's hard to disengage at the end of the day, but I, on the contrary, I appreciate uh, having the bandwidth to have those long hours given so many ESR projects and a lot of plot on our plate these days. But just having that disciplined routine of disengaging at a certain time in the evening, 
and uh, interacting with them, I think has worked out well. You're married, your husband's name? Uh, my husband's name is Vishal Kanodia. Okay, and then does he work from home? Yes, he does. He does work from home as well. So it's a, it's a full house? <laughs> it's a full house. We all have our devices plugged in. There are days uh, when we have to make sure that our teenagers are not streaming Netflix in the middle of the day, so we don't drop out of any Zoom calls. But yeah, so far it's not been bad. Okay, okay. So long gone from the days of, uh, of dial-up and things like that, where you can have one person on the line. Yeah. Um, well, what's been your biggest obstacle then? Having the kids home, having your husband home, is it finding the time? I wouldn't say that I've had any obstacles per se. I think it's just being very disciplined and trying to just ensure that we are on task uh, with our projects and uh, equally engaging the kids, uh, you know, realizing that they are missing their friends, missing their school experience. So just just having the time to chat with them and, uh, you know, cre- creating that environment in the evening where we all are talking about a day, whether it's cooking together or just coming together while, you know, the kid is playing a musical instrument, something to engage them. I think that's my obstacle, always trying to find new ways to engage with the teenager. <laughs> Have you found anything that seems to work well in establishing your routines with them? The, the transition time, uh, you know, the disengaging piece you talk about, I've been trying to put together a different set of protocol. Like I try to uh, use that uh, driving time, if you will say, or exercise routines. So using that extra hour or so what we have, which we save from the commute, I think I've been uh, trying to use that and uh, encouraging the kids to do follow suit, finishing their work by the end of the evening. So everybody is doing an exercise video together or going for a short walk. I think that's working well. Well, and on the flip side, what's the best part of working from home? The advantages of uh, working from home, I would say currently are that quality time with kids. Especially, uh, as I said, I'm in a space where a child going off to college in fall so every minute uh, with him is precious. I don't think if all the activities kids are engaged in these days, they're more busier than us some days. And um, they being at home has just provided that opportunity to uh, engage with them more and at different levels. So I think that's one of the advantages I'm seeing. I think a lot of people would agree with that. Any advice for parents working remotely with their kids that you'd like to share? Lately, I was at a different chat session, and I think one of the things that that I've been saying is being Faye. Faye is F-A-E. It's actually a a European folklore term, uh, which is like synonym for fairy. And Faye, I would think, uh, I try to remember these three things as being futuristic, being adaptable, and being empathetic. I think this is providing us a platform right now, you know, remote work, to develop skills of uh, bringing daily efficiencies in our work, which I think we can see how we can sustain them even when we get back to campus. So using this as an opportunity to really think how we work, uh, you know, using the time efficiently and keeping on projects and on tasks. So being futuristic and adaptable. For all the parents, all I can say is, you know, just adapting yourself and using all this as an opportunity I don't think I would have the time to sit down and listen to my daughter play piano, you know, at night. But it's just that uh, these small things. So 
being adaptable with kids and lastly empathy everybody has their own challenge some have elderly care some have young kids who need their attention all the time i've even learned from some colleagues they are learning to cook for you know they just cook as much so i people have different levels of challenges so being empathetic to teammates and keeping that accountability at work with them and um, just being empathetic i think is going to help all of us being that i named my daughter her middle name is fay i uh, i would have to say i agree with that 100% <laughs> oh my god that is awesome to know that so well thank you so much for joining us on the podcast we look forward to hearing more from you on the many things that you're working on So thank you. Thank you, Doug. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity. Tomorrow is what I assume to be UC San Diego's first ever virtual graduation. I'm not sure how they calculate grades that quickly, since finals are just concluding, but I'll let the registrar deal with that conundrum. There's no shortage of relevant advice available to the class of 2020. So, for the best life lessons... I always turn to Dr. Seuss, which of course is apropos considering that good doctor's connection to our school. So, to close out spring quarter, and to wish our new grads well on their way, I'll read a few lines of, Oh, the places you'll go. Hopefully we don't get a cease and desist. Congratulations, today is your day. You're off to great places, you're off and away. You have brains in your head, you have feet in your shoes, you can steer yourself any direction you choose. You're on your own, and you know what you know, and you are the guy who'll decide where to go. You'll look up and down streets, look them over with care, and some you will say, I don't choose to go there. With your head full of brains, and your shoes full of feet, you're too smart to go down any not-so-good street, and you might not find any you'll want to go down. In that case, of course, you'll head straight out of town. It's opener there, in the wide open air. Out there things can happen, and frequently do, to people as brainy and footsy as you. And when things start to happen, don't worry, don't stew. Just go right along. You'll start happening too. Oh, the places you'll go. I sure hope you're enjoying this podcast. Remember to let your fellow IT services staff members know that this podcast exists. Get everyone to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you can get your podcasts. This podcast is a collaborative effort, and we want to hear from you. If you have any ideas for podcasts or topics, send them to me at its-podcast at ucsd.edu. That's it for today. Keep an ear out for the next episode of The Current Daily.